Good afternoon and welcome to the Sunday Afternoon Podcast with Greg Reese. I am your host, Greg Reese, and you're probably getting this in the morning. So, at least some of you, so good morning as well. Today is March 12th, 2023. It is a Sunday. It's uh, a little gray skies here. But it's peaceful and it's quiet and all is well in the world. I hope you guys are doing very well. I hope you guys are keeping healthy, keeping centered, keeping balanced, keeping fit, keeping in high spirits. I'm working on all these things myself. We'll probably be rambling about that quite a bit today because that's, um, at this point, that's my main objective. I feel like, you know, I've been burned out from my work for a while now, as I'm sure many people are burned out. I mean, who isn't burned out right now? Everyone's basically burned out right now, right? So... Um, and I feel like I'm standing at, at the edge of a cliff. And I mean, I'll be honest, I feel like I'm standing at the edge of a cliff that I want to jump off of. Or maybe I don't want to. I guess that's the whole point. I need to. Let's say there's water. Let's, ma- let's be clear. There's water beneath me, so there's the possibility of survival. It's not a suicide jump. It's a... Uh, a jump for survival. Maybe King Kong or Godzilla got me backed up against this cliff and I gots to jump. Who knows? I don't know the details. Well, I guess I do know. I guess we all kind of know the details a little bit as to what I'm talking about. The the Federal Reserve Bank system. Uh, but... Anyways, I feel like I'm at that cliff, and um, and like I said, I, I whether I want to jump or not, I got to jump. Got to make that jump. And so right now, what's going through my head is is uh, I guess that kind of ex- a bit of a bit of that excitement, you could say, adrenaline. But other than that, it's a lovely, peaceful Sunday. Uh, One of the reasons I'm doing it early in the morning is because I am going to take the day and um, get out. I'm going to go for a drive. I'm going to burn gas in my car. I'm going to go to the store, get some items that, I don't know. I'm going to enjoy a day of normalcy before... Things start uh, going crazy tomorrow. <laughs> I guess that's I guess that's what we're talking about today. <clears throat> I've done a bunch of reports on this, and I've talked on and on and on and on about it here on the podcast. Um. About the economy crashing, one of my, let me see if I can find it, one of my favorite reports I did on it 
was based on the work of Bix Weir. Occult Mysteries of the Federal Reserve Bank. Um, if you haven't seen it, I recommend it. It's, uh, it's one of the longer ones, uh, which I like. And uh, it's interesting and it's, I think, positive. And realistic, to be honest. I think, I think the, um, well, I know. I know that when you are up against this cliff and you got the adrenaline going and you got King Kong and Godzilla behind you, then it's easy to feel uh, like a sense of dread, uh, paranoia, uh, that um, all is hopeless. Uh, Stuff like that. But what you ha- but what's important to remember is and yes there's no one coming to save us that's I think that's good to know no one's coming to save us but what's important to know is that there's a lot of us and there is a vast amount of diversity when it comes to levels of understanding of expertise of knowledge of skills talents I truly believe that everyone has a purpose. I know as, as cliche as that might sound, everyone has a purpose. Everyone was born for a reason. And, uh, and, and, and I can speak for myself. The system that is collapsing now did a very good job of... Hmm... distracting me from my purpose but that might the reason I gave that long pause is because I, I tend to think everything happens for a reason and 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 if I'm to be honest in my own experience I think everything unfolded as it was supposed to to prepare me for my purpose which I believe is in the past several years I don't know how to define it sounding the alarm I suppose Sounding the ding dong, ding dong, ding dong. That's basically all my videos are alarms that I try to. I try to sound the alarm twice a week. That's my job. Um. Anyways, I never really knew that purpose until I was forty-eight years old. Something like that. The rest of my life, I felt like was preparation for this in a very strange, weird way in some ways, but it makes sense to me. So um, I believe that's the case. I believe that's the case for everyone simply because that's, I guess, the logic, right? If this is the experience for me, then I imagine this must be the experience for everyone and everything else in this place. Or uh, maybe not, maybe not everyone. But you, you know what I'm saying. I, I, I assume that everyone has uh, a, a, a life purpose. That as long as they allow it to unfold and trust God, that eventually it will reach a point where they will realize what it was all about, and they'll be like, "Oh, 
It was all so that I could do this. Does that make sense? So anyways, what I'm trying to say is, in this uh, long rant about uh, no one's coming to save us, but we don't need anyone to come and save us because we got us. And there's lots of us. And amongst us, yeah, there might be, um, a, a lot of us might be like um, a bit of a dangerous mob. And I mean that in a loving, kind way. But uh, within that mob, there's going to be all kinds of surprises. There's going to be all kinds of brilliant, innovative, genius ideas. I'm sure they're already happening. So... It's exciting, and that's uh, what I was getting into about the occult mysteries of the Federal Reserve Bank, because I think it touches on that, that there are, uh, like, you know, these days, the reason they want to keep you at home is because by keeping you at home really puts you in a, in this illusion that you're all alone. You know what I mean? I mean, that's the world we live in, the modern world we live in, where we're not, nothing's local anymore. You're always on your phone, you're always on a screen, you're always on the computer, you're not living a real life anymore. And so it's very easy to, to just sort of fall for their narrative when you're following their narrative. <laughs> you know, it's common sense, I guess. So I'm going to write down now. I, I'm sure I won't forget, keep talking about local because that's where we're at. We're, we're at a local level now. A lot of people have already been there. A lot of people are, are, I'm not one of them, but a lot of people are ahead of the curve on that and have been for years. All right. So <clears throat> I guess what the, um, uh, any if anyone's listening to this who doesn't follow the news or doesn't follow my recent reports, obviously, uh, and you don't know what I'm talking about, what I'm talking about is the banking collapse has begun here in America. It's already been going on for the past year internationally. And uh, now in America with the fall of Silicon Valley Bank and then Silvergate Bank, and now it's looking like another five or six are about to go down probably this week. There's a lot of uh, short bets on them. It looks like they're someone knows something that not everyone knows. It appears as if this is a result of the Federal Reserve Bank's rate hikes. But, uh, for example, with um, Silicon Valley Bank, they spent a ton of money uh, before these rate hikes, and it was a combination. It was a one-two punch. It was an action on, on SVB's behalf, followed by an action on the Federal Reserve's behalf that caused it to happen. Why do I say that? Because I am a skeptical, suspicious, paranoid person who is always looking for clues of a conspiracy, (laughs) if I'm to be honest. And that seems interesting to me that um, it was... It was actions on both their parts within a short period of time. 
I mean, could be a coincidence, but that's the whole point, I think, isn't it? To sort of make something to just be like, well, this is a, well, whoops, a whoops. <clears throat> and um, I know the mainstream narrative is that anyone can open a bank and there's the big banks and then there's the small mom and pa banks. And I'm sure there's like a level of truth to that, but I don't think you get in the banking game without, I mean, the banking cartel is the oldest, most powerful criminal cabal cartel there is on earth. Am I wrong about that? I might be wrong about that, but they're they're up there, right? I don't think you just join that club. Uh, you know, I'm sure they have ways of of uh, con- keeping you under their grips and their control and their manipulation without letting you know anything. Anyways, anyways, it looks like what they're doing is they're going to. Uh, it looks like they're trying, this is what I'm gathering from the opinions I've seen, is that what makes sense to me is what I'm hearing is that they're, the Federal Reserve Bank is um, taking down the housing market, which isn't going to be that hard because that's doomed. It's doomed to fall at some point very soon. And um, taking out all the regional banks. So they're left with only the big banks. That obviously makes sense as to why they do that because now they have all, they want um, a simple central bank system. I think there's 12 Federal Reserve Banks in America and I think they want uh, those to be the banks. So it's probably it's like uh, they want to, and this is kind of their thing, right? They like to they like to group it into what looks like a bunch of different things, and then consolidate it down into less things, and then consolidate it, you know, like they do, you know, like the United States used to be all the states were sovereign countries, and then they federalized it in the Civil War, made it the United States. And they want to simplify it even more, like they did in Europe, the European countries and the European Union. You know, that's their thing, the pyramid. That's their pyramid thing. So they want to do that here with the banks. So that's what it looks like they're doing. Now, I'm, no, I'm nowhere near, like, uh, I'm nowhere, 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 nowhere near being a banking financial expert. Uh, and my knowledge base on the subject, I mean, I know how to go to the store and pay for things. Um, I've gotten better at calculating tips in my head, but I do still pull my calculator out sometimes to do tips. I, uh, enjoyed algebra in school. I found it to be kind of challenging but i enjoyed it so anyways uh, i guess what i'm trying to say is i don't i'm not going to try to pretend like i i can i can explain this stuff 
But anyways, the people that do, the I do watch YouTube videos of of financial banking experts. And they're often using all kinds of words and languages that I don't understand. But I do listen to their the words in between. And what a, what a lot of them are saying is that, I would say what most of them are saying is that, um, at least the ones I'm listening to, is that the Federal Reserve Bank is not going to be successful at doing this. Like it's uh, what they're like they're they're going like basically what I'm hearing is that they are crumbling, they're dying, they're being destroyed, and what we're seeing is their attempts as they fall to not be destroyed. Desperate survival attempts on the Federal Reserve Bank. That's you know that's that's my. And I and I guess I'm being uh, pushing it on the optimistic side. I don't think anyone's saying it as clear cut as I just said it just now. That's just I guess what I you know I tend to be an optimist, and that is that would be best case scenario. I've been saying that for months. That's my that's been my wish. That's been my personal wish for months. Is that a funny way to say months? Months. <clears throat> Um, doing voiceovers on my videos, sometimes I get confused about. Like I would never in a conversation just say months, months. But I'll get caught up on that. Anyways, I digress. So um, what does that mean? I guess that means tomorrow, tomorrow, we're going to find out how the Federal Reserve Bank is going to react. And what the experts are saying, I guess, is that the, they don't have many options. They could either lower these interest rates, and they're going to have to lower them to zero and probably negative zero, whatever that means. And if they do that, then inflation is going to skyrocket. So either way, we are at the end. Because what I didn't say the other option. The other option, if they don't lower interest rates, is to bail these banks out or let these banks, you know, get these banks bailed out and uh, that will probably be the nail in the coffin too. I guess that's the story. Uh, so we'll find out. I'm not going to try to speculate because like I said, I don't really, I don't, I don't know. But I would, what I would guess, and it's a simple, I think it's an obvious guess. I think most people would agree it's already happening in other places in the world is the CBDC. That's all this, that's probably, I don't know if that's all this is. I don't want to say that. It could be. A lot of people do. But they're definitely, that's definitely going to be a way out of this for them is to try to get everyone on CBDC. 
I heard someone say that that could be like they could bail the banks out with digital currency and that could be a way of forcing it into the into the realm. <clears throat> but the reality is <clears throat> I think I can say this confidently. Uh one of the experts I listened to said this and I think this is kind of I think most people would agree with this is that when this arrives in America then the reality is is for a period of years and it could be 5 to 10 years could even be more depending on how things turn out the economy is about to become like a three-tiered, a th- I don't know if, I don't know how you would put it, a three-way economy, three-tiered, three, I don't know. Uh, basically, what are the three things? The three things are going to be digital currencies, gold and silver, and cash, meaning that depending on where you go but prob- and depending on where you live, you're going to be using those, uh, those three things to different degrees for the next several years. It's not going to be like all of a sudden it all becomes a digital currency here in America. Or all of a sudden it becomes, you know, gold and silver or a new kind of cash. It'll be, you know, I mean, you got to, it'll be uh, regular cash. Even if it's wor- even if it's worthless, the people will still, some people will still recognize it for a while because it's a way to keep things functional and going it'll be gold and silver gold and silver will probably take a little bit longer than cash to take off because people are going to have to adapt to it again but it it won't take long to adapt to it and digital currencies i think are probably going to be in some places they'll be the easiest thing to do like in the big cities they'll then I would imagine in some area, you know, I don't know, depending on what area you are in, the digital currencies might actually, uh, people might be lured into it just because it's the most easy way of doing business. And they could, in some areas, they could probably even get all the businesses to only accept it through um, coercion and bribery and extortion. Cliff High has been doing a lot of interesting work. I've read some of your comments asking me if I've read any of the Cliff High stuff or listened to the Cliff High. Yeah, I'm a big fan of Cliff High. If you don't know who Cliff High is, Cliff High's got a substack here. C-L-I-F-H-I-G-H. You heard me right. That's only one F. And uh, I've been following Cliff High for 20 years, maybe. Just about 19 years, I guess, since my red pilling. And uh, Cliff High has been... Basically, Cliff High created... uh, the original bot, the original computer bot. But his were much more productive. 
his bots scoured the internet for language um, in, I don't know if it was just English, but I would imagine it was for multi, I'm sure later it became all languages, but scoured the internet for language and it was looking for commonalities. It was looking for patterns and by doing this, the theory was that you that um, that an event in that happens in the present, there is a major event that happens in the present, an event that has an emotional mental reaction in people all over a large area, whether it be a large city or the whole entire world. These events are going to expand out into the so-called past and present in sort of a bubble, an explosion. And that bubble or explosion can be um, identified through the language that's happening at that time on the internet. That's what I mean by language. It, it scours it for everything that's public. Every blog post, every comment, every article, every opinion, every whatever. And the idea is, is that for things that are in the, the you know, the reasonably near future, within years, although I think he's done studies into decades, I believe. Half past human. If you're interested in what I'm talking about, you would look up half past human. And I don't think he's doing this. Oh, I think he's doing it. He's, he used to um, release, maybe he still does. I don't know. He used to release every month, I think, uh, updates on these bots and what they're reading. <coughs> He successfully predicted quite a few things. His stuff is pretty on target. A lot of times it is... feels like... What am I trying to say? Like, it doesn't feel like everything is meant to be. It feels like the, like, like the current events or, or certain events change our trajectory... And, and put us onto a predictable path into the near future. And then other events will happen, which then change our trajectory and put us on another course towards another near future event, if that makes sense. <clears throat> what I'm trying to, the, what I see in my head when I, when I follow his work is a fluid unfolding of events there is, it's not like, like free will is a real thing. And so is karma. And so is somehow reading the future in the, in the present language. Because that's the way the bubble theory works is that um, you're able to read the language now in the present because things that happened in the near future 
that bubble of a, that explosion of emotion from that event that's about to happen or in a few years or in a year or whatever can still be f- sensed in the language. I guess you would say it's a subconscious language at that point or a foreshadowing psychic language. Or on a more grounded level, you could just see that everyone's talking this way now and so that's how things manifest. You know, the thing that everyone's sort of talking about will eventually pop into reality. That's one way of looking at it too. Actually, now that I'm freestyling, I could say that that's, I think I lean towards that. I think I lean towards that. And what, the, what does that say? It doesn't say that the majority of the people are thinking about a certain thing or talking about a certain thing and that thing happens. What it's saying is that within the majority, there are patterns. There are themes that not the majority are saying, but enough people are saying that they stand out in the chaos. Interesting. And then those events are tend to be predictable and lean us towards. Anyways, I digress. Cliff High's work is pretty interesting and a lot of people love it. And um, the recent work he's done that people have been commenting on that I recommend you check out if you haven't checked it out already is uh, I enjoyed... Um, which one came first here? The Ugly Bank. They're both good. There's two recent audio podcasts he put out called The Ugly Bank and Banking Ugly. And I think he just recorded them one after the other. He does his recordings in the car. He lives in the country, and when he drives into town for errands, he'll usually throw in a recording. So this is basically uh, to town and back home from town. But anyways, interesting stuff. <clears throat> he's a smart guy. In these, he's what, he, what, what often what he does is he combines the language that he's reading in his computer bot design that he programmed and combining that with his knowledge and his thinking. And he's a smart guy, I think. And so he, he just sort of like lays out things in a realistic way. I think they're realistic. They're optimistic, but I think that's a fair some I think that's a fair assessment. I will go over one of his recent uh written posts right now called The Width of a Thought. And this is uh this came out before the ugly bank stuff, but it's basically kind of the same kind of thing. Talks about the, he's talking about the future. I'm going to kind of skim through it. He says, let's palpate some, uh, some to discover how far away is the manifestation of that future. Oh, I must have, I must read something before that. <laughs> Changes. How wide is a thought? Just wide enough to separate you from your future. Let's palpate some to discover how far away is the manifestation of that future. We the people know that 
USA is under attack. The USA is at war. It's a fifth-generational unrestricted war. The attackers are a global secret cabal known by we, the people, as the Khazarian Mafia in league with the CCP. The face of the KM is the WEF. CCP has secret police stations and personnel in Washington State. He's, that's, he lives in Washington State. This is Greg Reese chiming in right now. He lives at Washington State, in Washington State, and so this is, <clears throat> like a lot of his stuff, is sort of directed local, which is what we're going to be talking about next. Local. COVID was a weaponized Munchausen by proxy psyop in the fifth generation unrestrict, unrestricted war. <clears throat> the spike protein was created in the lab in Chapel Hill, North Carolina by Fauci's chief of staff. At least he took credit for doing it in 2015. The vax is deadly. It was designed to kill and maim as part of the 5G UW effort towards depopulation. There is no long COVID. It is the vax that is maiming and killing people as it was designed to do. We are in the great die-off. Almost all national politicians are infiltrated and captured agents working against the USA and we the people. Many states also have the officialdom captured by the enemy of the people, such as Washington State. The politicians are captured by way of blackmail, much associated with pedophilia. It was done by Epstein at a national level. Extortion and threats, and in all cases, a form of war mind control called FDIA, which is weaponized Munchausen by proxy. The WEF and Soros paid to place many of the do-nothings, otherwise known as state prosecutors and state attorney generals, into positions in many states such as Washington. All the bribe money is tracked, electronic transfers, even those producing cash are traced. It's all engineered. It was all controlled. The WEF used to control it. The WEF used to control it. The control mechanisms are broken. January 6th was not the insurrection. We, the people, know that the insurrection occurred on November 3rd, 2020 with the election theft. Jan 6th is being revealed to the people. Let me, re- let me reread that. Jan 6th is being revealed to the people. Many politicians will exit public life rather than face their culpability being brought out into the open. The exposure of the lies of the Uniparty, operatives in a conspiracy with the Democratic Party leadership as well as Republican Party leadership around Jan 6th is dripping out now. Soon it will be pouring out as a flood. This is not going to stop. The exposure of the Jan 6th narradigm removes any weak justification for Washington State's AG effort to establish a star chamber, kangaroo court to eliminate the opposition within the populace of the CCP and WEF takeover of the state. Kind of hard to promote this when we the people have the proof that the political establishment is captured, corrupt, and running the real domestic extremist terrorists, a.k.a. Antifa. The Washington state legislature ban on assault weapons will be struck down by the federal courts. That is the plan. The Uniparty, the enemy of the people, uses fake news, that is laws, 
that they know to be unconstitutional in conjunction with captured judges, blackmail, etc., to delay the overturning of the fake laws, thus allowing the enemy to take advantage of the questionable legality period to try to increase their attacks on the USA. It is a ploy recognized by we the people. The ban was to aid in the takeover by the USA by armed militants typified typified by Antifa. Antifa is being tracked globally by military intelligence. In the process of tracking and identifying and cataloging Antifa members, we the people discovered others. Antifa is infiltrated. Antifa members are very stupid and easily tracked with open source intelligence techniques. All of their financial transactions are being copied, recorded for latter use in prosecutions. Antifa will be used in a National Day of Rage event in an attempt by the corrupted politicians to seize control of the narrative in a doomed attempt to rebuild the MBP mind control of the populace. Many of the captured politicians are also stupid. They fail to realize that since the SOC self-organizing collective that formed up in the USA after the assassination of JFK went active in 2001, all of the politicians' transactions have been recorded and preserved. It has been a very long 5G UW indeed. Five-generational warfare. Fifth-generation warfare, I'm sorry. And many years yet remain. These recorded transactions are being used to establish network connections by our AI assistants and will be used in prosecutions. The rail and industrial destruction happening across the nation is not accidental. It is deliberate sabotage, as was forecast in previous missives, missives to you. I had to look that up. Missive is a written message, a letter. It's a letter. It's a good one, Missive. So he says uh, Missive means like a letter sent to you, like a written letter. The rail and industrial destruction happening across the nation is not accidental. It is deliberate sabotage, as was forecast in previous Missives to you. The populace wakes to the attacks as yet the populace wakes to the attacks as yet more evidence of five generation, fifth generational warfare. The Ukraine war is being won by Russia. There were dozens of biolabs in Ukraine that have been captured by the Russian army. The records have been seized. These records will tie into the upcoming release of the Fauci files from Twitter. Fauci will, at some point that is convenient to the SOC and the unfolding plan, be arrested. He will go to trial for his crimes, should the DS allow him to survive the arrest. Deep state. Should the deep state allow him to survive the arrest. We the people know a lot more and it is increasing by the day. How much of what we know is about you. So he's, when he's saying you, he's talking about the local politicians in Washington. Now, 
some of you might have heard that and thought of QAnon at a bit here and there when he talks about military intelligence and stuff and, stuff, and everything's being tracked and traced. <clears throat> um, now, uh, I, 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 I would be on that list of people whose ears would have pricked up at that, but when I think it through, this is what I get back to when I was saying when you're at the edge of the cliff and you got King Kong and Godzilla behind you, it's easy for your mental state with all your adrenaline going to not be thinking completely clearly and to let the hopelessness overcome you. Uh, the way I can overcome it in this case is just by applying logic. Like I've been around, um, quite a bit in my life. I'm 52 years old. I haven't been locked in my apartment my whole life. I kind of have been for the past several years. I mean, I do get out. I'm about to get out today and enjoy being out. But, um, I've been around the world and, I'm a, a sociable person to a certain extent. So when I do get out, I meet people and I talk to people. I at least rub elbows with people, bump into people. <coughs> and what I've learned <coughs> is that there are, seems like the overwhelming majority of people are good people. And I think there's proof of that everywhere. I mean, that's kind of how we're being controlled. If you look at the main methods of manipulation and control that's being used against us, it's our good-heartedness. And so everywhere, now obviously in some places they've done a good job of keeping those types of people out, but you can only do that so much because there's a good heart in everyone. I mean, there are people who like killing things, who have a good heart. Some of you might not understand that, but I, be- I do, I do. I believe that's true. There are uh, people who love a good fight, who have a good heart. There are people who love to poke around in the darkness and look into things and have curious minds and infiltrate government institutions from a young age on out of curiosity. And these people have a good heart. And um, a lot of these people that have a good heart and, uh, and the mental capacity for a good fight are also going to be clever. And they're all going to have skills, different skills. And there's a lot of us, and there's not many of them. So, yeah, I believe there is something big happening everywhere in the world, definitely in America. Definitely in America. There's definitely, as soft and uh, doped up as we've become, there's definitely a still a strong spirit of innovation, competitiveness, um, challenge, 
I don't know if that's the right word, but you know, people that like to be challenged, people that enjoy stress, that that understand that stress actually provides us with the uh, an evolutionary leap, little mini evolutionary leaps in life. If we, if we're fortunate enough to be stressed with a stressful, I'm sorry, faced. If we're fortunate enough to be faced with a stressful uh, situation to overcome, that we can focus all of our effort and energy on to overcome that, thereby experiencing an evolutionary loop leap. So yeah, and everything else he's saying in here is fact. There's some interesting things. That, I mean, my questions are how much of this is. Uh, who knows how much of it is organic and how much of it is staged i guess we'll find out the most important thing as americans need to realize is that our government it's not just become our enemy it's become the enemy of everyone on earth and the majority, well, I don't know what I want to say the majority, but the people of the world are waking up to that more and more each day. And every day, every action by our government, by all of them, all of them, even these Republicans are just wasting time, empty, empty efforts. Oh, but he tried. Okay, great. That's all tribalism. They want to keep you on, you got to get out of the two parties. I think most of you are already out of the two parties. A lot of people started slipping into the Republicans. A lot of libertarians started becoming Republicans in the past couple of years. Kind of weird. Tribalism, that's what that is. When things get tough, it's very, it's instinctual for us to want to join gangs, join tribes, because there's safety. There's a little safety and security in the gang and the tribe, so... It's an instinctual thing. It's, that's why it's used so commonly because it works so well to divide and conquer. But anyways, the, the, the solution is become natural, organic human beings again. And that means in the political sphere, in the, in the, in the sphere of, of um, society, that means locality. That means be local. You know, the, the health people knew this for a while when it came to food. Like for a while, uh, you know, it's interesting. Like we're still, like the collectively, we're still learning how to eat. You know, we probably knew 100 years ago or we probably knew at a certain point and then when it all went wanky. Or maybe we've just always been a bunch of, if you actually look at the history of America, we've actually been a bunch of drunk criminals. <laughs> from the beginning and over time we've become less uh crooked and less drunk for a while there the people didn't even drink water because water would make you sick and so everyone everyone was drunk all the time yeah so um anyways it's been known for a while so uh, you know we're learning how to eat right and so I remember me growing up, it was like, first it was no fat. Fat's not good for you. And then this isn't good for you. And then this, and then we started learning that fat is good. Blah, 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 blah. And then it became a whole food diet. 
and then it became a complete vegetarian diet. Then it became a vegan diet. Then it became a local diet. And I think that's where it's at. I think that, I don't think it's, I think what you want is you want, uh, everyone's got different uh, body chemistry and different body needs. Not everyone is on the exact same page when it comes to diet. But the one thing I think everyone is on the same page should be is local. Because one of the most unsustainable things about a, a uh, global culture is the food. When you're, when you're depending on, on the, the system to get your food, then when the system breaks down, you go hungry. It don't make no sense. I think it's the dumbest thing about the whole thing, which is why the smartest thing to do is to eat as local as possible. How do you do that? Ideally, you've, you, you find local markets in your neighborhood that have like farmer's markets that are selling produce and food and meat and whatever from eggs and whatever from, uh, you know, the local farms. You could even, if, you, if you're really uh, particular, you can even find those farms and go direct to the farms and find the farms that you really believe in their process and, you know, support, you know... Uh, Manifest the type of uh, local community you want with your spending. <clears throat> you know, invest in the local farms that you like the most. Grow your own food. So, I mean, that's a no-brainer. Because when the system collapses, then you're going to be left to what you have stored up in your home, what you're growing in your yard or what your neighbors have to share or what your local farms are, are able to produce. If you have any local farms, local is reality. Local governments, they took over our, our government at the local level. That's how they did it. It's, it's indisputable. They, um, they filled, <clears throat> just like Cliff here, Cliff High says here, uh, well, anyways, he mentions it in there, but they, yeah, they filled, um, they filled our local governments up and these are positions, a lot of these positions aren't positions that really pay money. I mean, nothing, nothing that makes it worthwhile. And that's by design. They are positions that are, 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 are meant to attract people who want to serve, who care and want to serve their, their local community. And, um, you know, this goes all the way back to the Revolutionary War, to the safety committees and the and the correspondence committees and the inspection committees, you know, these local people. And their job wasn't to govern the community. Their job was to figure out what everyone needed and wanted the most and represent their constituency. Anyways, uh, that changed because... The New World Order has endless amount of money. They have the they have access to the money printers. So they can just they can just have as much money as they need. And so they pay people to take these positions. And that's how they did it. At a community government level. They have 
They have hijacked the country at the local level. That's why they're so threatened by parents showing up to city council meetings. That's why they called them terrorists and, and, and went to the extremes of trying to sick the FBI on them because that is how they will lose is if people start showing up at the local level and demanding things at that level because they don't have the resources to stop that. If you converge on the Capitol, they love that because that's just a building full of puppets that's doing nothing. They have hijacked us at the local level. Now, if everyone in their local neighborhoods converged on their local government, and you can do it in a, like, you can do it like grownups. You can do it like a mature, calm, adult person. You don't have to fly off the handle and, and go all whoopsie crazy. Look into Recall Florida, recallflorida.com. Uh, you could just, uh, and if and if you don't want to mess with all the legalese, and I don't blame you because I don't understand it, then you can just go down there and you get enough people that all agree. If the majority of the community agrees that these people are ruining our lives, you can just go down there on one of their business days and demand their resignation. Anyways, I'm not the expert on that. I'm just a guy who makes videos. Somehow I became kind of popular at it. Uh, but outside of that, I'm the same old, just regular old, uh, average everyday American guy. Maybe not average everyday, but uh, average Joe. I don't know. I don't know nothing. I don't know about no military intelligence using easily open free source methods to trace all the bad guys. Sounds great. And if that was something that I understood, if I understood computer open source intelligence software stuff, which I'm sure a lot of people do, if I understood that and I was good at it, then I guarantee you that's what I'd be doing. I guarantee you that's what I'd be doing. There are definitely people on, what is it called, 4chan, 8chan, I don't know. Uh, people refer to these people as autists, which is the hip hipster slang for autism, which I guess means that these people are super smart like Rain Man. <laughs> but um, there are definitely, whatever you want to call them, there are definitely lots of people there that are doing this that are obsessively... Uh, collecting records and tracking things and the bad guys. <clears throat> so yeah, what Cliff High is calling the SOC, the self-organizing collective, is common sense. It's common sense, and it is common sense that it goes back to JFK. I would say it goes back to the Federal Reserve Bank because people have been talking about, and, and United Nations, people have been talking about this um, definitely since the United Nations. That was a big deal for a lot of awakened uh, Americans, even back then in the in the 40s. As was the Federal Reserve Bank. But anyways, the idea of the self-organizing collective is as people wake up, 
as people become uh, aware of the fact that the government is being run by crooks, they start caring. It's not everyone. Some people just go along with it, but some people find that as a challenge that must be overcome in some way. And so by them thinking about it, they will naturally find other people that feel the same way. Like how I found my job at InfoWars. I've told that story several times. It, it was obviously a manifestation process of, of me finding the uh, connection, making the connection that I needed to make in order to do the work that I do at the level I'm doing it. It was self-organizing in a sense. I mean, God, I believe that there were miracles of play or God, whatever that, but that's the whole point. God is something we don't understand. So when you talk about this manifestation process with God, we're talking about something that we don't really understand. So you can call it what you call it. You can call it self-organizing, self-organizing collective. So that's what he's talking about. He's talking about the fact that there are obviously little packs and gangs of, of us good guys of us regular average Joes all over the place, all over the world, definitely all over America. And we're doing what we can and and we're linking up together. You know? Uh, Some of us are. I'm not really linking up with too many. I I, I I guess I am. I guess we're all linking up together. Uh, to various degrees, and I guess the, as we continue to go, we're, we will continue to link up with the people we need to link up with to get things done because we're moving into an era now where if this system is crashing and dying, which I'm sure it is, I'm sure it is, and the best case scenario is that it just sort of implodes as soon as possible on its own. Because that will save a lot of lives, in my opinion. Because if that doesn't happen, then the international community will look towards Russia and China to finish the job for them. Just like the international community looked towards the many nations to take down Germany in, in World War II. America, the United States is the new Nazi Germany. At least NATO is, if that makes you feel better. If you want to have more... <clears throat> countries in your circle to blame. I, I, it makes me feel a little bit better, you know? <laughs> um, but that's why the, the, the real tragedy is that we, the people haven't um, taken it, taken control of it yet because we could have saved a lot of, we could have saved a lot of lives. Uh, and we, we failed at that, but there's still, there's always, and that, and, and forgive me for saying that that might just be me, I tend to beat myself up all the time. Uh, there's always <clears throat> there's always hope. And anyways, if, if it is falling, it's not going to be immediate. I mean, there, it could be. This week, there could be bank runs. All They're already started. There are already bank runs all over the place. I'm sure it's happening all weekend. I'm about to go run to the ATM machine again right now. And uh, if that happens, they will close the banks down. They will have no choice, and they already have a plan in place to take haircuts off of people's accounts if they do that, to try to normalize things. 
We know that, excuse me, they know that's, we know that's coming. So it could go extremely quickly at this point on. The astrology is actually pretty clear. If you guys have been listening to me regularly, you've heard me mention this. And you can go online, right, if you're, if you're curious or suspicious of what I'm saying, go online and you could look for videos that were put out back in January or December that were talking about 2023. And uh, most of them will point to a very major event that's going to start, in Mar- start at March 7th, the full moon, and continue on till June. And it's going to be the biggest transformation the world has seen in hundreds of years. And it centers around the bum, 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 economy. And the good news is, is the result of this major event is bum, 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 more freedom. So what is that? If that's, you know, a lot of you might roll your eyes at astrology and... I've had experiences, personal experiences I've talked about before that where I can't roll my eyes at it. I find it to be extremely compelling. I don't understand it. It's, some, it's, it's somehow we're able to recognize a little bit of the architecture of this place we're in on a weird level. It's really no different than understanding natural laws and physics and stuff like that. It's very interesting stuff. Uh, some people, I think, think it's evil or it's a religion. No, it's just... It's like sacred geometry. It's just a natural, it's a natural part of this realm. Uh, I don't know what it means or what it is, but you can, you can see how things are going to, the, the energy of the play. It's like basically the place has an energy that you can read and you can see kind of how the story goes, how it's going. So anyways, according to that, it's going to go very quickly. Very quickly. This month is going to be very, very, very quickly, according to the astrology. And by June, it should all be pretty much kind of wrapped up and resolved, at least the, the, the big shift. So what does that mean in reality? I don't know. I guess the reason I brought it up was because I was assuming maybe that means that the system collapse will be, by June, the Federal Reserve Bank will be gone. That would be the best case scenario, and that's why I'm saying it. I mean, I'm sure there's a dozen other ways, if not an infinite amount of ways to read the astrology. Astrology is more interesting, I think, looking back. I don't really ever try to live my future based on it. I like to know, I'm always curious about what the future holds with astrology. When I'm having a bad day, I always like to look up the astrology because often when I'm having a bad day and I look up the astrology, I'll read something that says, you might be having a bad day today because blah, 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 blah. That, for whatever reason, I find that comforting. Uh, it makes me feel like it's not in my head. I can just ignore it and get through it. It's just a energy day, bad energy day. And when I look into the past, I find it very interesting. For example, if you... the March 2020, the astrology was predicting a sort of a clamp down of freedom, and that's when the shutdown happened. So stuff like that. So, yeah. The good news is if it goes down, then we can create something new, and we need something, we desperately need something new. The system we have is a system based on debt, slavery. Um, Everyone can be prosperous if we just create a simple system of prosperity. It's not that hard. It's been attempted in the past, 
in, in the recent past, has been attempted and foiled by the Federal Reserve banksters and their massive criminal cabal. And I shouldn't say massive because who knows how massive they are. I think one of their biggest tricks is to make everyone think that it's overwhelming and, and uh, unstoppable. But if you actually look at the actual evidence, it really could just simply be these 13 bloodlines of the Illuminati. It could just simply be these families. That uh, got together and and said uh, and they you know the dark the dark occultists, right? That Mark Passio, Passio talks about. They got together and they were like, "Hey, I bet you we could do this." All right, let's go for it. And uh, who knows? I tend to think there's a non-human element to it. That's neither here nor there. That we're not talking about it. We're actually wrapping up the conversation right now. But uh, that's it. So um, have I made? I think I've just been rambling about the situation, but. Uh, oh, wrap up on local. So that's the solution. The solution is not is local. It, like you want to change the situation, change your locality. There's a million reasons why you want to be local. It's going to be better for your sleep. The more local you are in reality, the less you are on your screen. You're going to now start becoming a, a more tuned into your where you are in the world, to your environment as we were meant to be, you're going to start finding the opportunities that you were here meant for. I mean, a lot of the reasons we miss our purpose in life is because we are distracted with things. We're not paying attention. We're not in the present moment. And I can speak for myself in my own experience, and I've read this in dozens of different places, so I think it's safe to say this is kind of the universal experience if you're not staying present, if you're not being here now, then you're going to miss a lot of these magic, magical opportunities and moments to find your purpose. That is kind of the whole game the system is playing. The system tries to keep us in a state of fight or flight and then tries to keep our heads fantasizing about things that we don't have, worrying about things that we want, or worrying about things that we don't want to happen to us, and then dreading over things in our past. All these things keep us out of uh, present awareness. Present awareness is where the path is. That's where our journey is. That's where the adventures lie. That's where, that's where the little magical leprechauns are waving their hands at us saying, over here. All right, that was kind of stupid. I don't see magical leprechauns waving their hands. But I do tend to, when I am present, I do tend to, tend to find my journey through little shiny, you know, what's that? But I don't think it's ever been a little leprechaun. I guess it's getting close to St. Paddy's Day. And I know I'm about to drive into town, which means I'm going to have to drive through hordes of drunk people wearing Irish garb, dressed up as leprechauns, celebrating the drunk Irish. Yippee. Uh, I'll be avoiding that, but I will be driving through it. So... Hope you guys are doing well. Hope you guys are uh, have gotten prepared. At this point, there's still things to do. That's kind of what I'm doing today. I'm about to make a list of things, you know, that might be smart to get right now. Like, uh, you know, what are some of the nice things that you depend on that maybe won't be so easy? One of the things Peter Schiff is saying is start thinking about what people need 
because that's what we're going to start. We're, we're soon going to be left with only the things that we need, not the things we want. All these, this whole economy of things that we don't really need, things that we spend money on, I guess we tell ourselves we need them, but you know, we, you know, we're getting down to the basics and we're heading into an economy that's going to be based on what we need. It is going to be, I don't see any way you slice it. It's going to be a hard road ahead, kind of like back to fetching water and chopping wood. In my opinion, this is going to be good for everyone. It might seem scary to some people right now. Uh, I'll be honest, it does seem a little bit scary to me. I'm uh, getting older in age. I am recovering, still recovering from a lower back injury, although I do feel strong and I do feel ready. And I'm not that worried. And uh, because, be, be, why am I not that worried? Because I know. Because I know that once we're faced with the actual stress, our bodies will adapt, our bones will become stronger, our resilience will become stronger, and we will become happier. We will be, all of a sudden, when, living in a life where our days are spent living, surviving, and trying to help our community survive and even thrive and overcome uh, obstacles. Now we're into a real life adventure, a real life of meaning, a real life of purpose. No more will anyone be lost in their head or their thoughts because everyone will have something to keep them busy. There will be purpose for everyone and that will make people happier and that happiness will bring a sense of communal joy, and that will propel us into the future. So I feel good. Don't be scared. Enjoy your Sunday. And uh, let's see what happens this week. I'll see you uh, next week.